Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's holy word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word for Monday, May 3rd. It being Monday, we're starting off with a prayer from Lifting Up Our Hearts, Prayers of John Calvin. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that as you have so often been pleased to receive into favor your ancient people, though extremely provoked by their perverse wickedness, grant that mercy may also at this day be shown to us, and that though we wholly deserve to perish eternally, you may yet stretch forth your hand to us and grant to us a testimony of your favor, so that we may be able with a cheerful mind to call on you as our Father, and ever to entertain hope of your mercy until we shall be gathered into that kingdom where we shall perfectly render to you the sacrifice of praise and rejoice in the fruition of that eternal life that has been procured for us by the blood of your only begotten Son. Amen. Okay, we are still in Mark chapter 10 today. We'll be reading verses 35 through 45. Hear the word of the Lord. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came up to him and said to him, Teacher, We want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? And they said to him, We are able. And Jesus said to him, The cup that I drink, you will drink, and with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. And when the ten heard it, they began to be indignant at James and John. And Jesus called them to him and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant. And whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Where we land today is one of my favorite passages from the Gospel of Mark. And it's an interesting story. We have seen the disciples asking questions that are getting them in trouble with Jesus because they are seeking to elevate themselves. They're not seeking to be servants. And this one has two of the best-known disciples doing just that. James and John go up to Jesus and ask to sit at his right hand and his left hand in his glory. Well, Jesus says to them, you don't know what you're asking. And the language that Jesus is using here, he says, are you able to drink the cup that I drink? Well, the Old Testament language that, that would have been how Jesus understood and even how the disciples would have understood the idea of wrath would have included this idea of drinking a cup. And so Jesus is saying here, more than just, are you able to drink out of the same cup that I am? He's saying, are you able to bear this? Now, we don't know for sure that James and John understood that imagery, but the point that Jesus is making is that, do you really want what's coming for me? Do you not understand what I have been telling you? that I am going to suffer. And ultimately, we know that Jesus is glorified in that suffering. As I've heard it say before, Jesus is glorified in the cross. Jesus is at his coronation when he is being crucified. Remember, it says the king of the Jews on his cross. 
And so that is the place where Christ is most glorified in his death for his people to purchase them. And Jesus is saying to James and John, you don't know what you're asking. I'm going to be glorified at the cross. Is that what you really want? But beyond that level of questioning, beyond that level of Jesus telling them about what is happening, the other disciples uh, heard about this. And Jesus brings them together, and we get a teaching that we're somewhat familiar with. As we look at the second half of verse 43 and through verse 45, we read, But whoever would be great among you must be your servant. Whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus is trying to get the disciples to understand. You're all looking to be glorified. This has been a theme, as I said, all throughout the Gospel of Mark, and they're just not getting it. But Jesus is letting them know plain and clear here. If you want to be great, you need to be a servant. If you want to be first, you have to be a slave to others. This is how it is in the Christian economy. You need to serve others. That is where God is glorified. And most importantly, that is where God himself is glorified in the death of his son. And so, as Jesus says, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. Well, Jesus is saying, hey, I'm the Son of Man, and I am to be glorified. But even I didn't come to have your earthly standards of glory. I didn't come to sit on an earthly throne. I didn't come to be accepted by the political people who see these things as being valuable. I came to serve. I came to love you and to give life, my life, as a ransom for many. And so Jesus is saying here, that he is truly modeling servanthood. And if if John and James want this, uh, they would be rare among people. We don't naturally desire this. We desire to be glorified within ourselves. But God is most glorified in what Jesus has done for us. And so if we are going to be the people of God that we're called to be, what do we need to do? We need to make sure that we're not desiring the glory that James and John were, earthly glory. But instead, we need to desire to be a servant, to be glorified in how we love and serve others, how we share the gospel of Jesus Christ with others. That is where God is glorified. And so as we go out into the world today, we look to that cross. We look to that true servanthood of Jesus where he was made the ransom for many. And we say, If we are going to be God's servants in this world, we need to do our best to look like Jesus. And where we best understand looking like Jesus is in serving others, even when it hurts. And so may we look to that gospel of Jesus Christ. And may we look to those around us and see how we can serve, how we can be last, because God is glorified when we do that. And so let us step out into God's world today, looking for opportunities to serve, Because we have first been served by Jesus in his life, in his death, in his resurrection. And he is still serving us today in his ascension. Let us go to prayer. Heavenly Father, we praise you for the sacrificial love that you have for your people. In the death of Jesus for us, we see that his purpose for coming was not that he would find glory by earthly standards, but instead Christ would be most glorified for his being a servant, purchasing redemption for the people of God. 
Grant that following his example, we would seek to be a servant of all, because we have first been served by you. Today, we lift up our nation to you. We pray for all that serve in all branches of our national government. We pray for wisdom for our president and the cabinet. We lift up those who serve in Congress and in the Senate and pray that they would make laws according to your will. We pray for the Supreme Court and all courts in our land, asking that they would rule justly. We humbly pray to you, asking that we would be a nation that is just and that your will would be done in our land. As we begin this day, we lay it at your feet and trust that you will be at work in us. We have heard your word, and we trust that the Holy Spirit that indwells us will be continuing that work of sanctification in us. Grant that we might be your faithful servants today, and that our lives would bring glory to your holy name. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, I hope you have a great start to your week. Take care. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available weekdays on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.